There's a common scripture verse that quoted on the street, not probably not just by by you and I, but by many others. When you're dealing with people that claim to have a relationship with Christ, but they continue to walk after the world. And we read it and we take them to James 4 and 4. Usually we just grab the second half of that verse, but I want to read it all to you. It says, You adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? And here's the part we, we like to use. It says, Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. An enemy enemy of God. Folks, now I've got a question for you. And the question's not a question for those, obviously, that are entering a strip club or a nightclub or somebody entering a rated R motion picture or triple X theater or somebody going to a rock and roll concert. The question that I have for you tonight is for those that are entering church sanctuaries, they're entering Christian conferences or religious theme parks. talking about those that are scantily clad and obvious that claim to have some affiliation. I'm talking about you and I who aren't readily decipherable, that the things that are going on in our hearts and lives are, are, are hidden under modest attire, they're hidden under a, a happy face, they're, they're hidden behind regular church attendance, they're hidden behind kind words in public, but, but gossip and, 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 and rebellion behind closed doors. That's, that's what I'm talking about. And the question is this, have you become more intimate with the process of Christianity than you have with the person of Christ? Let me ask that question again. Have you become more intimate with the process of Christianity or more intimate with the person of Jesus Christ? What I mean by that is that the things that you do for Christ are more important than the time you spend with Christ. Is that you? You find yourself doing Christian things, but not really seeking after the voice of the Christ. In other words, have you become more intimate with the process of doing rather than the relationship with being?
know, last night we were there on the street and a woman shrieked out and she cursed. And as we began to call her to righteousness. And it was amazing. The more we called her to righteousness, the more she screeched and the more she cursed, the more she blasphemed. But what was amazing is what her comment was. And here's what she said. She said, as long as I pay my tithe to my church at the first of the month, I'm okay with God because that is the most important thing. That's what she said. I talked to another man that was sitting up on the wall and I talked to him and his, his little brother and the man was threatening his girlfriend with bodily harm and he was dropping one F-bomb after another and he, he had this big medallion, hubcap-like medallion hanging on his neck that was supposedly styled after the image of Jesus with a crown of thorns on his head. And I'm sure when he went looking for jewelry, he didn't think to himself, well, that's just a novel piece and he, and he chose that. I'm sure something was going on for him to even pick that. Then there was a young woman that I talked to that was joined by what I presume was six of her closest friends for her bachelorette party. She had gathered together together the wedding party, maybe her maid of honor and her bridesmaids, and she was wearing that little tiara, and she had a the little mini veil. And But the problem was she was dressed more for vice than she was for virtue. And as I dressed her, she said, you know what? Hey, I'm okay. I'm a Southern Baptist. And so we had one that said, you know what, I'm okay because I pay my tithe. We had one that said, I'm okay because this little thing is my, my guardian, is what he said. Then we had one that said, I'm okay because I belong to a particular denomination or affiliation. And she could have said anything. I'm not picking on the Southern Baptist or the, the Church of God, which Pastor Don was in this morning or, or whoever else. But I had to ask myself a question as I thought about these things. It's, did their interest in the King of Kings and Lord of Lords begin with a Jesus who chummed up to the world's interest, who weaked in illicit sex, who put up with perversion, who encouraged drunkenness? Or maybe there was a time in their life when the Spirit of God was calling them to a deeper place. Maybe they were at that place and that crossroads. Maybe they were at that, that time. And, but because of lack of true intimacy with Christ, what happened is it eventually digressed into a some type of repugnant form that would finally take it to a place on a sidewalk in front of a dance club where it blasphemed the very name that it began to speak. Folks, do you think that that woman woke up one day spouting off obscenities, saying, I just need to pay a tithe? I can't believe that that's what happened. I can't believe that this man that sat there and he told me about the ten years that he had spent in prison, he got into the Bible, that suddenly he became an abusive uh, fornicator out on the street. I can't believe that that just happened. I can't believe that this young woman, that all she ever knew was was debauchery and, 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 and vice and the vanity of this world. I've I, I got to believe that somewhere along the line, 
that the Spirit of God came into that situation and they found themselves at a crossroads. And they could either choose to go deeper into the relationship with, with Christ. They could in, either choose to go and find the person of Christ or they could just continue into the, the process of Christianity, just doing the things that seem right, going the places that, that they seem to do, using the right vernacular, carrying the right translation of the Bible, and belonging to the right organization or affiliation. And they found themselves further away than they ever thought they would go, deeper in than they ever thought they would go, saying things that they never thought they'd say, staying longer than they ever thought they would stay. And here they are now in front of a, in front of a, a den of iniquity at 2 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday night. Still trying to hold fast that name like the church of Sardis. A name that I'm alive. I'm okay. I'm a Christian. I'm, I'm saved. I'm okay. Talk to somebody else. I paid my tithe. I've got a, a gold medallion of Jesus. I'm okay because I belong to a particular organization. I got dunked in, in the water one day. Folks, where, 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 where and when do we come to that place? Where do we come to that fork in the road where it ceases to be about the relationship with Jesus, the intimacy with Christ, to be when it ceases to be impelled by His presence, moved with compassion, loving the world that He loved, and, and having that type of care for people, and laying our life down. When does, it, when does it move away from that? Into a place just going through the motions and, and using the right terminology. Where, where, where is that, that, that breaking point? Is it subtle? Is it something that slips up on us? in the world where it ceases to be about the relationship with Jesus, the intimacy with Christ, to be when it ceases to be impelled by His presence, moved with compassion, loving the world that He loved, and, and having that type of care for people, and laying our lives down. When does, it, when does it move away from that? Into a place just going through the motions and, and using the right terminology. Where, where, where is that, that, that breaking point?